Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello to your beautiful pancreas pancake. It's Crystal Rosas back with another episode of Crystal's Nightcap. Tonight, Future is suing one of his seven baby mothers, <laughs> inviting yourself to weddings. An update on that Lizzie McGuire Disney reboot. This new show, Love is Blind, and more. Sit back, relax. It's Crystal's Nightcap. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Another episode of Crystal's Nightcap. Look what the cat dragged in. Best cat ever. Hi, Angelina. Hello. Great to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. Let them know that you have your own podcast. I do. For the record with Angelina. Let them know you have your own socials. At Angelina on air. Thank you for listening. <laughs> if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe to this podcast. Share with your friends if you really like it. You know, I'm live here on Wild Monday through Friday, 7 to midnight on your radio on the free iHeartRadio app as well. Angelina's on air every Saturday night, 8 p.m. to midnight. On my socials, I think I said it already, at like Crystal Rosas. And what else? What else? Oh, yeah. Please, 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 if you haven't yet, rate this podcast. I keep forgetting to say it. But it really helps me out when you rate the podcast five stars. Leave a nice little comment. I see y'all comments. I see y'all rating it. I appreciate every single one of you. And guess what? We do have a fun fact of the day today. Whoa. Look at us. Angelina, I'm going to have you guess. What is officially the most printed book in the world? The Bible. Wrong. Oh. It's not the Bible anymore. Twilight. (laughs) (laughs) Lying <laughs> <laughs> the witch of the road robe <laughs> um, No it used to be the bible and the quran Okay It used to be But Who took over? This catalog took over The Ikea catalog really? Took over With more than 200 million copies In circulation every single year It used to be the bible It used to be the quran and the harry potter series That would earn the title for the world's most printed books okay, But Harry potter okay Yeah the annual catalogs are um for Ikea are actually usually around 350 pages and vary in each of the 72 regions that they're distributed to. So, for example, the catalogs in Saudi Arabia, they only have men in the photos, you know? Ew. So, like, there's different ones. Ew. <laughs> you know, yeah, for real. But, yeah, Ikea's out here just passing the Quran, passing the Bible, and passing Harry Potter. I do love me a good Ikea catalog. <laughs> I will look through that. Have you had Ikea furniture before? Yes. 
It's kind of trash. <laughs> it, yeah. I mean, one little bump and Something. it gets indented. Some things are, but I love Ikea. I do like looking through their magazines. It's I'm not going to lie. It's functional. It's cheap. And it's like their designs, like everyone can kind of like yeah. the simple. We have Ikea catalogs like at my house. <laughs> it's because it gives you ideas also. Like you're like, oh, I like this look, but I'm going to go get some better material. Yeah. That too. Yeah. And, the, and they, they make it so fun, like shopping there. They do make it fun shopping there. It's a definitely an experience. Mm-hmm. The little diner they have. Yeah. The, the little meatballs, the turkey meatballs, those are pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah. When I moved into the garage I live in now, my mom and I did stop at Ikea. I got a table there. Mm-hmm. And then I got that little thing that holds up my TV. Yeah. It's from Ikea. See, um, little stuff like that is, is cool. Yeah. But like a whole dresser, probably shouldn't trust it, but... I don't know. Maybe they have good ones. I don't know. No, I agree. And it's fun. And yeah, Ikea for the win. Congrats, you guys. Congrats, Ikea, for beating the Quran and Harry Potter and the Bible. (laughs) And Jesus himself. (laughs) So if y'all are bored tomorrow and are talking to someone and want to share something with them, just ask them the question. Like, I I asked Angelina. Got me. They're not going to (laughs) know. Got them. Got you. I would have never guessed. (laughs) Now for sharing the cheese, many things, celebrity news, viral stuff, trending things, we're getting into right meow. Yo, have you seen this? Did she just? No. Really? Oh my God, look at this. I can't believe it. We're sharing the cheese man. We're sharing the cheese man. One baby, two baby, three baby, four, four baby, five baby, six baby mothers. Oh my God. We're going to s- <laughs> We are going to start off sharing the cheese man with talking about the one and only Future. Future is a rapper. He's a very famous rapper and he has six baby mothers and now about to be seven, which we're thinking. That is crazy. <laughs> Future. My guy, keep it in the pan. His most famous baby mother we know is Sierra. Period. She now is married to and has babies, uh, uh, one baby with Russell, what's his name? Wilson. Wilson, yes. Who is his prayer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I mean, he was delivered to her directly <laughs> from God himself. Okay, Russell Wilson is an angel. If you guys see Sierra on social media, they look like they have the most perfect relationship right. and marriage. They're Lightweight, I'm jealous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Goals, I'm jealous. Um, I'm envious. Uh, I'm also a hater, but yeah, like super, super cute. And future out here is having baby mother drama with what we think is baby mother number seven. Now he has not admitted or confirmed that he is the father of (laughs) this little beautiful baby girl, but the baby mother, Eliza Rain, she ain't playing around. She wants her money. Now the baby's already almost two years old. Um, Like I said, future still has not admitted to being the baby father, but he's actually taking her to court. Because they had a they had a relationship uh, between 2016 and 2018, and now with this baby, future isn't happy. He's not happy at all. He actually submitted court documents accusing Eliza of referring to their baby, well, his alleged baby, her baby, as quote a check baby. She said that. This is what Future is alleging. Okay. That she refers to the baby as a check baby. Aww. And he believes that she wanted to conceive this child only to extort money from him. He's also saying that some of her friends told him that she was taking fraternity fertility shots uh-huh. to try to get more oh pregnant while God. she was messing with Future. And he says, according to her financial status, that it's only fair if he pays her $450 a month. <sighs> In child oh support. God, so much trash all around. Like I both I, parties, both parties. <laughs> garbage. It's so bad out here. Like, I, I mean, can you really feel feel bad for future? Like, I don't feel bad for him. I don't feel bad. I could see uh, I mean, girls could be really scamless like that. Yeah. Like taking the shots and stuff. And ooh, I mean, I believe that, and that's unfortunate, but 
at the end of the day, you slept with her and I mean, okay, you got caught slipping or you got got. Now you need to handle it. Like she's a whole two two years old. Yes. That's crazy. Like if that really is your baby, like you could have been took the DNA test, Uh you know, so it's time to man up. That's what I'm saying. And And then. On top of it, like saying, oh, well, she, she only needs 450 a month. Oh, what can you get for a baby for right. 450 a month? Are you a kidding person. me? I, I couldn't do that. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Like, that is so not okay. Um, He, I just feel like, is honestly trash for this. No, like, for sure. I, I just feel like, yeah, he needs to step up. If you're the dad, it's time. And on top of it, don't be dumb. Of course, girls are out here trying to get what you just to have a baby. Like, what right. do you think this is? Like, I have reasons to believe that she only wanted to sleep with me. To- <laughs> you only slept with her to get your, you know, squirrel nut. Like, right. what? What? She wanted something out of it, too. Right. I just believe it takes two to tango. If something like that happens, sorry about it. Sucks. What were you expecting if you're hanging around groupies that follow you around all the clubs? And I don't believe you're getting trapped this many times. <laughs> Seven like, times. I feel like you're the one doing the trapping at this point. <laughs> How, how do you slip up that many times? So I hope the judge doesn't believe this man and is actually only going to have him pay $450 in child support because technically, like, the kid is supposed to be getting as much money as if he did live with Future, right? Yeah, That's that the point right. of child support. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, fellas, be smart out here. Ladies, sometimes we're a little smarter than you are. So, sucks to suck. <laughs> like, su- sorry, Future. Um, you're going to have to pay up. I don't see any judge trying to, you know, do that for you. Mm. So I'll keep y'all updated on that. Now let's talk about weddings. Angelina, do you have any weddings coming up or not really? Oh, I think I do have one. I do. There's two, I think. Uh, Me too. I have like so many this year. I'm super excited. I have one coming up the first weekend of March. So I'm juiced. Oh. Um, A lot of my cousins are getting married. And I saw this article right here about weddings and open bars. That the average American wedding costs $42,000. Ugh. Yeah. And that a majority of people who are polled say that the perfect wedding has to have an open bar. Facts. And that's what I'm saying too. <laughs> and I know it costs a lot. I, can, I think you can bring like 15000 extra yeah. to your wedding, which is like, I mean, that's hella extra much. But I mean. You have to. Yeah. At least do the like first two hours free. Yeah. 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 There has to be some kind of free portion. Mm-hmm. Or at least be serving wine. Exactly. Something and- got to be free. And then if they're telling me that I'm going to have to pay at the bar, then I'm going bringing my own alcohol. Like, I'm going to bring a little flask. I'm going to bring something because I am not trying to pay for no alcohol at no wedding. Right. And you're having a good time. So, like, you feel obligated to buy drinks. So, yeah, you might as well bring your own. Yes. Or ratchet, 40, but mm-hmm. got to do what you got to do. 44% would want formal attire for their wedding. Like, who doesn't want formal attire for yeah. their wedding? You don't know. Yeah. If you're in your converse, I'm kicking you out. Yeah, no. I want like pretty gowns. And like, I want it to be like definitely high scale for my own wedding. Mm-hmm. Ca- what's casual? Like you have to specify that. No one's coming casual. Free runs and jeans and a polo. <laughs> um, and 48% say they want a band instead of a DJ at their wedding. Oh. I'm actually not mad at that. Like cover bands, I think are kind of cute and fun. I think both are good. I'm not mad at either one. I like live music, but I also want a DJ to play some fun tunes. So Yeah, I want a DJ. Yeah, I was talking to, because um, I, I was on a bachelorette this weekend, and I was talking to someone who went on who did already have a wedding, and she was saying that it wasn't worth it, that most people like look back and they're like, yeah, all the money we spent, it was not worth it. Really? Because so, they're so in-depth, like, later. Yes! That, like, the, I mean, weddings, like, for big, big ones, depending on how big your family is, like, 60 to 100K, like, you for know? For sure. I used to be, like, a banquet worker at mm-hmm. the Lake Chalet, and easily, like, 50,000. 
And she was saying to invest a lot in your video and picture people because that is really the only thing you take away from the day. Mm. But I was thinking like, okay, you can spend a lot on that and then be cheaper on other things in your wedding. It's like, but will the video really come out good if everything else is kind of cheap on the wedding? I don't, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, HD of all my cheap crap I yeah. got. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <That's what I'm laughs> like four, we're shooting in 4K, but like the right. pieces are like one rose, <laughs> awkward. But it's just like what people can afford. I, I get it. It's tough these days for weddings. Um, I think there's ways to go about like, some people have really simple weddings and they make it really nice. Yeah, that's uh, true. You, I think you just have to you have to have the right people on your team because mm-hmm. some people could really make a lot out of a little. And my cousin was actually we were talking about like bachelorettes and stuff like that, and I was like, I wonder if people invite their friends on bachelorettes but don't exactly invite them to the weddings. What? And she says that that has happened before, and I was like, I wonder if I would be mad in that case because mm-hmm. you know, okay, you want me for your bachelorette, but not the actual day you're going to tie the knot. Yeah, but I was thinking, okay. For some people, let's say their families are really big or they, you know, for cases like that, they want people to turn up with them on their bachelor, but like the wedding's getting out of hand and like a specific people, they really only want really, really close family there. Mm. I do kind of see, I think depending on the situation, if I'd get butthurt or not. I guess if it's super small, I mean, I feel like for me, I'm not inviting anyone to my bachelorette that's not going to be in my wedding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, but I, I guess if you have like strict limitations, I don't know. And a lot more people are doing destination weddings because they're a lot cheaper. And I was like, okay, how cheaper can that be? Because some of my cousins who are having um, their weddings in Mexico, Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, but sis, you're going to Mexico like three times this year to like pick out things for the venue. And then you're getting your dresses over there and all that stuff. I was like, how much cheaper can it be? She's like, no, Crystal, listen, for what I want in the United States, it would cost me $60,000. Yeah. In Mexico, I'm getting it on a grander scale and it's costing me 17 grand. Wow. For everything and more. I can see that. My cousin had one and her main thing was uh, she didn't want it to be super big. So she and she knew that she could invite everyone and not hurt their feelings because she know they wouldn't have came all the way to like Hawaii or wherever we went. Yeah. So I'm like, that's a good point. But I was like, you're kind of screwed if everyone did come. You know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but that's true. Less, less people are more bound to go because not everyone could afford to catch a flight to Cuba or wherever the hell you're going to get yeah. married. Yeah. So. And I've shared that before that like I the only reason I get annoyed of des- destination weddings is because us here at work like we have very limited time off. So yeah. it's like, dang, now I'm gonna have to take like three extra days off just <laughs> right. to go to your wedding because you decide to have it on a, the, the cheaper ends of things. But I do right. understand that like I'm not annoyed or I'm a little annoyed, but not completely. And I'm also like thankful that they want me to be there. You can't be mad if someone misses your destination wedding. Because you're really asking a lot out of people. Yeah, it really does. And I even got invited to a bachelorette that I had to say no to, which I felt mm. so awkward about because it's like I'm going to the destination wedding, which is um, like I think like an hour or two from Puerto Vallarta. Mm-hmm. But they're all there. She also wants to do a destination bachelorette and she wants it at Puerto Vallarta. But I'm like, something has to give this year. Like, right. I'm just like, I want to go on all these things. I want to partake <laughs> in everything. But like, I don't have the time. Like, if right. I want to make other things that I have going on this year, like, I'm just like, I'm so sorry. Thank you for like inviting me. Um, I just, I can't, I can't make the bachelorette. And then right. I also, I mean, maybe this is sel- selfish of me, but I also kind of like weighed out like how the bachelorette was going to be. Because I know this group of girls is like more tame and like they're just going to want to like relax and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I am. I'm like, good, love, enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Like I want to go out and meet people and stuff. Right. And I'll See, just- I'm not mad at a destination bachelorette though. Because that's fun. Like, exactly. It's kind of more on just like the girl. Like, you know, you got to fend your own way. I think for me, it's really important that my whole family's at my wedding. So I don't want to put it on, you know. Uncle Jimmy, you know, like struggling to find a place to stay and 
and especially like my older family members like you know a lot of yeah. sometimes they don't know or they don't want to do all that like they can't be moving around like that so we also talked about inviting yourselves to weddings because <laughs> when i was in the wedding last year someone invited themselves to that wedding that like was not even friends with my friend but they knew me you can't and do that I- yeah, that's not okay. Yeah, people like, really are out here inviting themselves to wedding, like weddings, saying that they would pay for themselves to go and stuff like that. And for me, like I would never invite myself to a wedding because if someone didn't invite me to the wedding, they just they can't ha- they can't afford to have me there, yeah. or they just don't want me to be there on their special day. And I can't take that too much to heart. Yeah, I get it, but it's like I'm also not going to go the extra step of inviting myself. Yeah, there's so much that goes like. Y- some people have to like uninvite people that they really want to go like family members, let alone like forget friends. Like there's family that it's like, Oh, like which cousin are we going to invite? Cause it's tight. Money's tight. Like planning a wedding's hard. So yeah, don't put yourself in a situation. I mean, inviting yourself places period is kind of (laughs) awkward. I do it sometimes. Like if I know, you know, but a wedding, absolutely not. Yeah, so please don't be inviting yourself to weddings, even if you say you're going to pay for everything, even if you say you're going to pay for your plate, even if you say you're going to pay to get yourself there. Like, people have specific, like, invite lists. Right. And And it doesn't work like that. Like, it's not like, oh, for that one person, here's 20 bucks. Like, it doesn't work that way. Exactly. Exactly. So, Angela, do you think you're going to get married one day? I hope so. Me too. (laughs) Right now with our roster, it's looking bad, but. Yeah. But I do want a destination funeral. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) That'd be lit. No, I would not. That'd be lit. I haven't even thought of that, like where I want to like be buried. Mm, I'm born in Hayward. Bury me in Hayward. Do some (laughs) zip lining. Bury the girl, you know, and then. Sprinkle me around. Yeah, I don't know about that. (laughs) Oh, Angelina, I have a local story. Look at us. Oh, she out here. She out here being local. What's up? What's up, Tenderloin? What's up, San Francisco? How you doing, Tenderloin? (laughs) Um, This is a story, something that probably has happened to a lot of us, not on this grand scale, but I don't really feel bad for this guy. I don't really feel bad for you, Dave Ford, who decided to leave his car parked Friday night in the Tenderloin. Mm. And the, the story isn't like too detailed. Like he just says, that says enough right there. It could end with that sentence. Yeah, what? <laughs> we figured out the rest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yes, he left his car parked Friday night in the Tenderloin and he had his dog in there. Oh. His three-year-old dog. And someone smashed the window and took the dog, right? So when he went back to his mm. car, his dog obviously was gone. So the next day, all Saturday, he printed out a thousand flyers, like asking for like, if anyone's seen my dog, mm. like, can you know, like who took my dog? So then later that day on Saturday, he gets a call from this person, an anonymous person who asks for a thousand dollar ransom in exchange for his dog. And he's like, mm. yeah, yeah, I'll pay. I'll pay whatever you want. Like, I just want my dog back. So then he meets him like in an alley again in the Tenderloin. The dog is in a black duffel bag. The man, the guy, <laughs> Dave Ford, hands him a thousand bucks and he does get his dog back. Okay. He's alive. Yay. So one, I'm pretty impressed that the guy was able to see the ransom, like man, the, the flyers. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, that worked. <laughs> he really, really wants in the bag, just like put out a whole bunch of flyers. Right. But it's like, when are people going to learn? Honey, I think every single sign like parking sign here in San Francisco or in the Bay needs to say, do not leave valuables. I if I if my car, if I'm showing a lint roller in the backseat, I'm like, oh, gotta hide that. Someone go 
break in, let alone my dog. What? Your whole dog? I would never leave Frappy in the Not car. Not okay. And I know that Frappy gets very nervous when I put um, her in her like carrying thing and she'll pee in it. Like that's what Frappy, whenever I take Frappy to the vet and stuff, she'll always mm-hmm. pee in her thing and it's so annoying. But that's just because she's like nervous. Um, but I will never leave Frappy in the car. Like San Francisco is so, I feel like if I leave, well, I don't drive anymore, but when I do have my car, I would not leave it for, I could leave for two hours, come back automatically broken into 30 minutes. Please y'all anywhere in the Bay, especially Oakland and San Francisco. Yeah, but definitely the TL. Are you kidding me? Please. Like I know people, people who have been on this podcast who used to rob cars in San Francisco. Yeah. They used to break, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. They used to break in and rob cars. And he says the only way to prevent yourself from getting your window broken or like something broken into is just to make sure that your car looks like you just picked it up from the car rental place. God. Not one wire, not one piece of trash. Angelina, not one lint roller in the That's back. What I'm saying like, I don't let no, nothing, nothing show. I have a hatchback. So in the, even though my windows are tinted, I have like that little, they, a lot of hatchbacks have nets that you can put over. Mm-hmm. Go on Amazon and look for like a black one where you can't even see anything in to make yeah. it look like your trunk is completely empty. I'll hide. You, you've you parked with me all the time right. out here in the city. I hide everything. I'm like the water bottles, throw everything in the trunk, put the black thing over right. it. So you chargers, have to make, definitely hide your charger. Chargers. Yes. He said if there's even one charger, they're going to try to smash your window Period. to break in anything. So And they're going to break the little one first that cost the most that to get replaced. so mad. Yeah. That one happened to me on 20th in downtown Oakland. They just punched the little corner one. I don't one. understand why they do that like oh my hand doesn't fail let me break the whole thing because they end up breaking the whole thing people just be bored honestly it's just people who are bored and have no time on their hands you know it's gonna take me hella money to replace that so psa announcement i i you know try to say as much as i can do not leave not nothing not one thing not one gum wrapper in your car if you're parking in the bay period so i'm happy this worked out for this guy i would have definitely paid a thousand bucks to get my pet back yeah, I mean, he probably paid way more to get him and then to keep him alive. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so I would. Um, I, I would have also called the cops and tried to get the cops to meet me there, too, and be like, yo, this is going down. The cops don't care, though. I feel like they don't care about stuff yeah, like this. Like, mm, no. They'll be like, we have other stuff to worry about. Yeah, but F that dog. <laughs> that would have been perfect if they could have, like... The cops would have been like, what you doing leaving your dog setup. in the tunnel <laughs> yeah. line? <laughs> That's actually illegal. You deserved it. <laughs> You're arrested, sir. Oh, and Angelina, I have an update real quick on, remember how um, Disney was talking about they wanted to reboot Liz McGuire? Yeah. And we were all so excited and so ready for it. I even mm-hmm. talked about it on the podcast. Hillary Duff was going to be on. Um, Gordo was going to be on, too. The little brother Max was mm-hmm. down as well. And we we're just like, oh, my God, can't wait for this. In the back of my head, I was a little like, how is this going to work? Like, how does uh-huh. this work? Because the plot was going to be that Lizzie's all grown up now. She's 30 years old mm-hmm. and she's working like a, at her dream job. And I was like, okay, like I could definitely see that. But we all grew up. So this is going to be for us, right? Us millennials right. who want to see like a working uh, Lizzie McGuire and what uh-huh. she gets into and stuff like that. But um, I, I think I also talked in Crystal's Nightcap uh, and sharing the cheese me how they decided to put a hold on production. That the director that was signed on to do this reboot, she like got fired she got let go I read about this that she got let go because um they said they were just going in a different direction they had already shot two episodes and then they were just like it all just Uh. stopped production stopped so now we're getting a little more insight on what could have happened here and why they decided to stop production and it has to do with a screenshot that hillary posted on her instagram story that was referring to an article from um, The Advocate, which the headline says, Love and Simon TV show pulled from Disney Plus as it's, quote, not family friendly. Angelina, are you familiar with this Love, Simon 
show thing? No, I heard of it. I'm not really either. I haven't watched it. I don't know what's going on, but Hillary Duff, uh, when she posted that to her Instagram story, she captioned it, um, seems familiar. Oh, so yes. Yeah, so we're like, okay, does this have to do with what's happening with you and Lizzie McGuire? And yeah. sources quote sources are saying that yes, that um, the production team for the original like reboot for Liz McGuire, mm-hmm. they wanted it to be like of what we just said, like Lizzie living her life as a adult and out here in the working space. But that Disney actually wanted it to be catered towards kids. Yeah. That they wanted it to be like more kid friendly and like a more kid show. And for me, I'm like, that just doesn't work out because people who want to see this Lizzie McGuire reboot, like I just said, are me and Angelina's age, a little uh, older, maybe a little tiny bit older. Uh, we were in the first grade when it came out. So um, we're not going to, we're going to want to see this. We're not going to want to see a little kitty bop show that. And just like, I thought it was, I thought it was cool. And like, I feel like it's so unoriginal when they do reboots. It's like, okay, now she has kids now. And you know, and she's soccer mom. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, she's still 30. A lot of us that are 30 don't have kids and we're not going that way anymore. You know, some people are, but like, I feel like it's not as much of a norm as it used to be like, okay, hurry up, get married, have kids. And exactly, I want to see Lizzie. She's my age. Exactly. I want to see what she's doing. So that's whack if they make it like the stereotypical yes. reboot. Because I got me a Disney Plus login and I ain't trying to watch no little kid bop Lizzie McGuire. Right. Reboot. Yes. So we'll see if they do end up coming out with this. It looks like it's just an L at the moment. It looks like it's just kind of gonna probably going to be a flop if Disney's <sighs> trying to make it all kid friendly. Oh, so whack. I remember when they... Uh, did like the little video announcing Disney Plus and the end ended with like Lizzie just saying, hey. Yes. And like just that one second, like literally gave me goosebumps. I, I watched it like 10 times. So they're playing with our emotions. They really are. So something that I love to watch on Netflix, Angelina, have you seen Love is Blind? I haven't watched it yet. But everyone talks about it, right? Yeah, I laugh at all the memes. Everyone talks about it. Like little snippets go viral on Twitter all the time. Of course, the memes. I finally started watching it. And it is so good, you guys. Really? If you have not seen Love is Blind, you can pretty much binge watch it in one day because of how funny and good it is. Uh-huh. Um, and sorry, I'm going to give spoilers. So if you if you really want to watch it but don't like spoilers, don't listen. Like, I'm going to give you a few seconds to, like, click off. But if you still want to watch it and or have seen it already and don't mind spoilers, we're going to go over some of, like, the key parts that are happening. But basically, the premise of this new reality show on Netflix called Love is Blind is that um, people go into, like, this building and in the building there are different pods. There's the same amount of girls and guys and you have to spend time with each other in the pods one like one female one male in the pods but you can't see each other you're divided by like a uh, a big piece of thick glass you just can't see through so the whole premise is the first episode you're just getting to know each other just by each other's voices and like spending time together talking Mm -hmm. okay and then like within the next episode they oh oh and okay so then you spend time talking and then after a few days you have to decide who you want to marry like who you want to propose to after just talking to After them? After just talking for a few days oh. to them, okay? Because you get to talk to whoever you want as as long as you want, right? Yeah. So, you know, I'm talking to Tom for an hour. I'm talking to Billy for, you know, another hour. I'm talking to, you know, Jacob for another hour. So mm-hmm. then you build relationships and you start to like these people. And then, um, like, the premise of the show is that you're going to end up marrying them in four weeks. Oh, damn. So then the next episode is you meet the person face-to-face, Okay. Okay. And then that's when the guy or the girl proposes. And like you can say yes or no if you after you meet them. So you have to propose after you see their face. So in the in the pods, 
you like decide whether you want to meet face to face with this person and propose to them. You can only propose to one person. Okay. Okay. And then like the next time you meet them and then that's when you actually get down to propose mm. and the person can agree or not to agree. And then the next one, you go on a honeymoon with them. Okay. Just you two. And then it like, it like progresses, progresses. And then your entire real life gets all involved in this. Like the real people in your life, your family members, your coworkers, yeah. your friends, like oh. it's like, it is so crazy. And right? it follows them throughout the whole thing. It follows throughout this oh, entire man. process. And it is super, super crazy. So what I want to talk about for like this first segment is, um, <laughs> is this girl I want to focus on. Her name is the Jessica. Okay. And she's in the pods and she's talking to like different guys and she has a connection with one guy mm-hmm. and they're, they have a strong connection. They open up about everything and she really likes this guy, but she also really likes this other guy. Okay. Okay. And the other guy is kind of like more of a F boy. He's kind of like a player. And mm. the girls and the guys like all live together. Like after they get in the pods, they all like go back and like live together and like they get to mingle and stuff okay. in like a room. So they're all hearing like each other's cheese about, okay, okay. Yeah, about what's been going on. Yeah. So when the, gr- the girl is like all in love with this F boy and he tells her like he wants to propose to her like the next day or whatever. And she goes and she finds out that like he's over here kind of saying the same thing to all these other girls, like three <sighs> other girls. Ooh. And so then... She goes back and she asks him the next day, like, you know, are your feelings for me last night the same as today? And he's just like, I don't know. And like her heart's like all broken. Uh. She's like, oh my God. And he's just like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm just kind of different. I'm somewhere different than I was before. And she's like all devastated, but she still has like the initial homeboy who was all in love with her. She got options. Yeah, she got that option. Okay. So then she goes back to the initial homeboy who, by the way, is 10 years younger than her. She's 34. He's 24. And just remind you, she just came back from like this like high. She she just came back from like this like low of like getting denied from like the F boy that she initially liked. Mm-hmm. So then 24 year old homeboy proposes to her and she's just like, yes, I'm in love with you. Yes, I want you. Oh, like, God. I'm going to marry you. So they see each other person to person and they're like in love. Right. Like they're saying. Oh, that they're good. Like, but like the funny thing is that like she had this option. Like the funny thing is like. She had this F boy that she was all about, but then when he denied her, she goes back to the original guys. Oh my god! Like I love you. Never mind. Like yeah. this guy's trash. Like, and it totally like reminded me of a relationship that I was in. That's totally life. Yeah. Oh my god! Like I was totally like. There's this guy who was absolutely in love with me, and he actually was one of my boyfriends. But I could do anything. I could. I could do like the worst of the worst, and he would always somehow forgive me. And I just like. I'm just like. I know that at the end of the day, he's always gonna be there, and he always loves me. Yeah. And it is just. This is exactly what I'm seeing with this guy and this girl. Good guys finish last, but they do finish. They come on top. <laughs> okay. They be winning. Have you dated someone like that? Where like you just knew that no matter what, like this guy at the end of the day is just gonna love me. And like, just gonna take all my flaws and imperfections. Yeah, we all have that one person. It's like, I gotta keep you around because you gonna stay around. Oh <laughs> you know? my god, that's pretty terrible. No, sh- this one thing she did, I was like, oh my god, this was so me. So basically, there's one part where they all end up meeting up, and they all end up seeing like who the other partners are with now. Is that right? like the finale or something? No, this is like barely like episode three. Oh, dang. Like this oh, is a really good yeah, show. Love Who, it. Whoever thought love of this. the messiness. Whoever thought of this and the progression of all of this, like this is just such a good show because it just goes so deep. It's like Catfish without being lied to. Yes. <laughs> yes. So they all meet, right? Mm-hmm. Like after, after the honey, like after the honeymoon, they all meet. So she okay. gets to actually meet the F boy 
that like turned her down. Uh-huh. And <laughs> this poor girl, her name is Jessica. She's my favorite character on the show. She literally reminds me of me. She's just like the biggest hot mess. Like she has her <laughs> life together. She is 34 years old, has like a nice apartment, like gets like, makes over six figures. Like is, I'm not saying that that's me. I'm just saying like she just <laughs> yeah, has her life together. <laughs> yeah. is, what, that's definitely not reminds me. You? <laughs> but no, the way that she reminds me of me is the fact that she's super independent, has her life together, but emotionally is just a mess. Because mm. <laughs> So the first night that they all met each other, right? She was just like, man, the F boy is just really the kind of guys that I usually go for. Like she's like, she's always like flippy floppy. Like she's going back and forth in her head between the F boy who just doesn't like her at all. Like he does not want her. Yeah. And the guy who's like madly in love with her. And on top of this. Okay. And then on top of this, she's like not letting him hit. She's not letting the guy who already proposed to her hit uh-huh. because she's like, I just want to like, you know, us to get it, to get to know each other on an emotional level instead of just physical right away. But oh, so this is like round two. Like they all like live together now. They all are like living in the same apartment. Complex, okay. Uh-huh. Dang. Okay. Wow. And so she sees the the F boy that she likes for the first that for the first time, and she's getting trashed. Like she's getting hammered. Okay. Uh-huh. And you could like tell that she's hella gone. She's feeling herself. Yeah. And so at nighttime, like they're about to go to sleep, right? And then uh, he brings up like she brings up, oh yeah, 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 blah blah blah, so pretty. And he's like looking at her. And he's like, yeah, she's a close second. Like as like, oh baby. She she got nothing Nothing on you. Second year queen, and she's like, "I'm a close. She's just a close second. Like, are you seriously (laughs) gonna say that about her? Like, you think she's a close second to me? Like, you think she's good? Like, are you serious? She got all insecure about that one comment, (laughs) and he's just like, "Baby, no. Like, I didn't say like that. You're taking it completely wrong. And as someone who like knows how to pick a fight like that, like I know exactly what she's doing. Like, she's like just looking for anything to get mad at him and blow up at him, right? And he really wasn't saying it that way. Like, she's completely taking it wrong. Yeah. And she's like, well, you know what? Berthel, he's fine AF. He's so sexy. No, no, no. The guy that he already has insecurities about. Yeah. Like the guy that is the F boy. And she's like, (laughs) she's saying, yeah, she's so out of pocket. She's like, he's so hot and so sexy and blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, you know what? No, no, no. They get in a big old fight, right? Yeah, he messed up when he said close. She she needed to be a far second, honey. Yeah. A close? Yeah. Excuse me? How close? So they get in an old fight, right? (laughs) And the next scene, like, she just wakes up and looks like a hot mess. She looks like she just, like, went through it because she. She was like so like gone. Yeah. She wakes up. She's like, I might have said some things I didn't mean last night. Like in the confession. That's my B. <laughs> That's my B. <laughs> so and- something not so chill happened last <laughs> night. <laughs> I just got a little out of hand. I drank a little too much. And the poor guy, this poor guy who's in love with her, he's like, you know, if she wasn't so drunk, I would have just walked away. Like I wouldn't have let this happen. But because she she overdrank, you know, we all do it sometimes. Like he's Aww. completely defending her yeah. and completely like accepting what yeah, she did. He's like, it didn't even happen. As if it didn't even <laughs> yeah. happen. I'm like, he is so dumb. Like when you are in love with someone, when you are just like, oh, love makes you so dumb. Oh my god. We're all looking at like this guy idiot. like, you are dumb. You are so dumb. Poor guy. He can't see it. Love it. Love is blind. Oh, my yes. God. Oh, my God. Mind blown. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like, we've been on that side of things, too, where someone like we just don't see the signs. Like someone is just like giving us all the red flags. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we've all been there. They're like, like giving- yelling in our face like, I'm trash. <laughs> and we're like, huh? I can't hear you. Oh, you're drunk. It's fine. What like, did you, you say, sweetie? She says terrible things. <laughs> she's drunk. It's all good. <laughs> 
But man, oh man. And that's where you really need the people around you and your friends. Like, I remember when I was dating the guy who was awful for me, all my friends were like, what do you see this guy, Crystal? No, this is not the one. Like, you're saying he's the one, honey. No, 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 no. And now... I gotta force open your eyes like the guy in Bird Box. (laughs) Like, trying to get you to look at the light. Like, look... You look at two fingers just cry your eyes open. Look how trashy it says. (laughs) Please. Oh my gosh. Like it is so funny. And like I think that I can watch this series because there's so many things happening. Like it's all in segments. Like every episode. I love the messiness. Yeah. Every episode is an hour and every relationship. You can pretty much assume that like, okay, they're going to last. Oh, they're definitely not going to last. Oh, this is just kind of lust. Um, Something to judge. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And it really goes into like how when you first meet someone or first talk to someone and and connect with them on an emotional level, how that can all quickly just spiral downfall once you learn more and more about their lives. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So in tomorrow night's episode, I'll go in more about some other characters that are some of my absolute faves. But if you haven't started watching it, absolutely start from episode one and go on. There's only one season now. It's one of those Netflix shows where they're going to bring out new episodes every every week. Mm, You got to wait for it. Yeah, you got to wait for it. But there's already like nine out. So I'm a little late. Got time to binge. I've I've given y'all time to watch it. Mm -hmm. Angelina, go watch it. It's so good. I have a question. Yeah. Has anyone ever like have to propose and then they see them and they're like, ah, never mind. (laughs) Like the person that is going to propose. I'll let y'all watch it. Go watch episode one and you'll find out. (laughs) Episode one. Yeah. Yeah, Well, go watch episode one and you'll find out. But it's super, super good. Like the premise of this is so good. And from the way that it's looking, I do not see, because, I mean, it started off, I think, with 10 and 10. I see maybe one of the couples lasting. Oh, I see maybe Because, like, I'm telling you, you're getting into their actual real lives. Mm -hmm. They're leaving paradise and going back to where they actually live. Oh, wow. So it's like, now you see that, like, you know, this guy is in love with this girl, but does she really have stuff going for her? Mm. Or, like, this guy is not on the level of where I'm at. Right. right in my life it is it it gets so it gets real it gets real so start watching episode one um there like i said there's nine episodes so far from what i've checked there's gonna be a new episode out every week and it's so good it's so good to watch i'm interested i'm here yes. for it yes so i'll talk i'll talk to you guys more about it in tomorrow night's episode but please go watch if you haven't yet if you have a little extra time because it's super super good even my mom's like hooked on it now you know if Sandra's hooked on something it's good because i'm gonna be giving the good <laughs> the good insights <laughs> So there it is, y'all. Another episode of Crystal's Nightcap. Thanks for hanging out with us wherever you're listening. Please subscribe to the podcast with your friends. Oh, wait. Angelina, duh. You have your own podcast. I do. For the record with Angelina. Go subscribe to that as well on socials. You can find her. At Angelina on air. A lot of the stories I talked about and more are up. LaCrystalRosas.com. You know where to find me on socials at LaCrystalRosas. Oh, please, please, please. I forgot to say this, but if you can go rate me on iTunes, leave me five stars, leave a nice little comment. It helps out a lot. I'm live here on Wild Monday through Friday, 7 to midnight on your radio or on the free iHeartRadio app. If you want a shout out or anything like that, um, just let me know. All right. There it is. Another episode of Crystal's Nightcap. I love, love, love you. That's that on that. And I will see you on the next one. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 